Hello, everybody. Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohort, and this is Missions Incorporated, the podcast of PMC. Today, we're on episode number 280 after a short pause while we were hosting uh, short-term missionaries throughout the month of July. We're now getting things back in order, and we're kicking up the podcast again. Today, we're going to be looking at a field report from Italy, looking back over the second quarter of the year. So this is a great opportunity for you and for your family to either listen in on the audio version, or you can even watch on the YouTube channel. Uh, watch the video as well, uh, but to uh, incorporate your family into the Lord's mission going on around the world. So you'll get to hear in particular what's happening in Italy, uh, the latest things with our family serving as missionaries in the country of Italy, and then you also have some ways that you can tangibly pray for the Lord's work happening abroad. Great way to include or to supplement, I would say, your your family devotion times uh, to do something different, mix it up, and keep uh, your kids with an understanding or your family understanding there's more going on than in your immediate context, and you can be in part, you should be a part of what Jesus is doing in other places. I'll go ahead and run the intro, and then we'll make a few announcements before we go ahead and dive into looking at uh, the newsletter uh, for today. Okay, as I mentioned, my name is Jesse Schreck, and I'm the founder and director of Practical Missions Cohort, serving on field in the country of Italy since 2007, and now overseeing the PMC ministry to create avenues of involvement, get more churches, more individuals, more missionaries sent out serving here in the country of Italy so we can evangelize more lost people, make more disciples, and see more biblical churches planted with Italian men trained and equipped to oversee the flocks uh, that we that we start. Uh, so more information about our ministry, you can always check out at Practical Missions. Org. Um, but you may be asking, what's the big deal with Italy? Why would I be interested in knowing about missions in Italy? Uh, so thanks for mentioning that. We'll go ahead and just review some of the reasons why uh, we should be involved. Uh, the gospel is needed in the country of Italy today. Number one, 60 million people live in the country of Italy. It's a small country, geographically speaking, but there are 60 million souls, in any case, here in the country of Italy. And in addition, we could say somewhere between 70 and 90 percent closer to 90, I think, are Roman Catholic. But as you know, if you've been in Italy any significant period of time, it's a cultural thing. They're Roman Catholic by birth. It's a cultural thing. Uh, very few are actually practicing. And we would say, in fact, 5% of confessing Roman Catholics are actually practicing, which in simple words means they go to a church function only if somebody died, if somebody's getting married, or maybe if a baby needs to be baptized because parents are pushing that, uh, grandparents are pushing on the child. You need to make that happen. Those kind of things. Most people are not frequenting a church. They don't know of a biblical church, active church, family Bible study, uh, outreach, different kinds of things happening, uh, all these kinds of things not typically known and understood in the country of Italy today. And then in addition, we have less than 1% of the populace here, less than 1% are evangelicals. So uh, less than 1% typically we refer to as 0%. Uh, in other words, we could just say there's a great, great need for the gospel to go forward in the country of Italy, for the gospel to be preached and disciples to be made and churches planted. Less than 1% are evangelical still today in the year 2022. And then in addition, uh, as we close here, this this section, there's 32,000 of the 34,000 cities and towns in the country of Italy that do not have an evangelical witness still today. Most of the larger cities uh, missionaries have gone to over the years or churches have started, uh, but there's still 32,000 cities and towns of 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people with still no good churches happening uh, or, or there present today. 
And uh, looks like this. I think this uh, two more left. Ninety percent. In addition, why we need to know uh, why missions needs to happen in the country of Italy. Why you want to tune in today and so on. Ninety percent of the long-term missionaries coming to Italy within just four years they leave for a variety of reasons. Uh, they find themselves to be out of the country. They get out. And then uh, lastly, three of the fastest-growing religions in the country of Italy today are the occult, Islam, and atheism. That's the reality here today. And that's why we want to give some focus uh, in this moment for a field report from the country of Italy to learn uh, more about what is going on and why it's actually uh, important to be involved in the country of Italy with missions. Uh, we're now going to transition just to a couple announcements before we jump into looking at the newsletter and hashing that out, letting people hear and get a more personal uh, perspective on, on what's going on lately. If you tuned into the podcast anytime recently, you were aware that, that we've been trying to get this van, a very gracious and, and kind family, heading back to the States after serving the U.S. military in the country of Italy. Before going back, they had this van and they wanted to bless some ministry with it, and they gave it to us. They blessed us with this, with this vehicle. and They didn't know that we, for over a year, have been praying for a van so that we can host helpers when they come and do a variety of different things and be able to fit in a vehicle the whole family and have other people with us as well uh they answered that uh, god answered the prayer by moving their hearts to actually gift us this van now there were a number of uh complications to get it, it took about two months actually to work through all the paperwork get it inspected new license plates all this stuff is not easy like it is in the states unfortunately but it is now done officially uh, so we thank the lord for that uh, we needed uh, almost four thousand dollars though even though it was gifted to us to cover the customs fee that had to get paid, as well as the startup expenses to get the inspection, to get the new booklet for it, to get um, uh, insurance, all that kind of stuff taken care of. Uh, 2000 came in. There's still, uh, you, you can check the, I'll, I'll put a link in the description of this episode. There is uh, still some special needs uh, related to this, some money that needs to come in, about 1700 maybe something like that, uh, to cover the insurance for the first year and the, the startup fees and stuff like that. So if you are interested and you have uh, money uh, besides what you've already given to your church and you want to give more uh, to the Lord's work uh, abroad in particular and help the ministry out, this is a way that you can help uh, contribute to a tangible need and, and help us uh, utilize this van and carry it forward. Uh, but it, we do have it. We are using it at this moment and we praise God for that. Another announcement uh, would be this here. Uh, this is the Kirkpatricks, Nathan and Madeline, who uh, we're just here with us for four weeks. They're wrapping up the time with a trip down to Rome just to uh, explore and see things, uh, Florence and then Rome. And then they'll, they'll be coming up to us again this week before they spend a night and then they go back out, uh, back to the States. Uh, but here they are distributing gospel literature from town to town, sweating like animals we were. Unbelievable. There's a heat wave. There's a drought. We had to sit down numerous times to not faint and things like this. Uh, but they faithfully serve day in and day out, doing distributions most mornings, uh, taking gospel literature from house to house to the coffee bars, helping me strike up conversations with people. Uh, they went into the piazza with me as well, distributing tracks, talking to people, striking up conversations. And uh, for them, it was uh, kind of a first-time thing doing actual evangelism, a little bit nervous about it. Uh, but it seems God worked in their life to help them get a broader and better picture of what it can look like, what it should look like. And they were very helpful in helping us reach more people, evangelize lost souls, and get the gospel out and keep it moving forward. Uh, so they did a great job. And in addition, they also put together some English happy hour uh, moments where we went to the park, planned it, organized it, uh, invited people and stuff. And people came out to the parks and we did English happy hours, blessed the kids, teaching them English, blessed the moms as well, made new relationships and so on. And so they did a really great job. We praise God for them that they finally got here. They've been wanting to come since 2020, just didn't work out with all the pandemic madness, but they finally got here this year and we praise God. That was a great boost and great help to the ministry. Uh, pray for them as they're preparing to re-enter back into the States. 
might go through a little bit of that culture shock again and so on. Uh, but uh, praise God, they came and they did a good job by His grace, and we're thankful for that. Last announcement, uh, announcement sorry, before we jump into today's uh, topic, and uh, it's this one here. Uh, we were really blessed. Uh, the folks at um, Provoked Podcast with uh, Apologia Studios uh, graciously reached out, wanted to know if we'd be interested to join uh, an episode on their podcast to talk about uh, share my testimony and then talk also about missions work in Italy, evangelism in Italy, what it's like and so on. And uh, it turned out to be a great time getting to finally meet these guys. It was That was a great blessing for me. And we had a great conversation and that's available. I'll put the link in the description of the show notes. If you want to see that interview, uh, hear more about uh, yeah, realities of Italy uh, with the great questions they asked and the, and the discussions we had, uh, definitely encourage you to, uh, to check that out. And if you haven't already, check out their podcast, subscribe to that. It's one of the few that I like to listen to. Always encouraging stuff there, motivating uh, to be about the Lord's work of reaching the lost and uh, seeing disciples made and so on. Uh, so check out their ministry as well. Great, great ministry. And uh, I think that's it for announcements. Uh, we'll get into the pod or uh, to the to this here today, and um, which is our topic, the, the newsletter. I'm going to go through this. Now, some people are on our mailing list. If you're not, you can contact us, info at practicalmissions.org, if you want to be on the, uh, the mailing list. Better yet, actually, would be to go to um, to our website and just subscribe to be on the mailing list. You can get uh, electronically uh, newsletters and updates that we send out uh, in, in your mailbox, which is a great way. Uh, but for those, in any case, who don't maybe have time to read or would like to just get a little more insight into what's going on, tuning in on the podcast every quarter, we do this as well, where I read through it, but expand. When, it, when you write a newsletter, you're very limited. You only have two pages. You can't really go more than that nowadays. So there's a lot of stuff you just can't say, and you have to concise, you know, make it concise reduce everything down. Uh, but in this format, audio format, video format, we can expand at will a little bit. Uh, and if I, when I watch videos, for example, I always put it like 1.5 speed or 2 speed, and you can go through it faster, still get all the information and a lot more uh, than simply reading. So it is another option and we make it available. And uh, this is for uh, ministry partners and anyone tuning in wanting to know more about PMC, the work going on in Italy and so on, uh, like we mentioned at the beginning. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Here's the newsletter itself. Second quarter came out late, as you know, uh, because we were just too busy. We had the we were in lockdown for two weeks before our interns got here, and scrambling and, and all this stuff, and just didn't get the newsletter done in time. But late is okay, better than never. Uh, here we are. It's already uh, almost the middle of August, and uh, we can go ahead and, and, and check this out together, though. Uh, so, family picture. Our, our interns, when they were here with us, uh, took a photo of us while we were visiting a place uh, called Belluno up there uh, to explore the mountains a little bit on a day off. And uh, they took a photo of us in front of the mountains there. So there's my, our family. It's my wife, Jeremy, our daughter, uh, Beatrice, and our son, Cornelius. Everyone's doing well right now. Praise God for that. Uh, little Cornelius up here in the left uh, corner, you can see him. Uh, graduated from nursery school. He'll be starting homeschool officially in uh, in the fall. Beatrice is over here, and uh, this is her just hanging out in the front porch. She's growing bigger every day. She'll be two years in October, two years old, having some fresh fruit. A picture of the van, which we already talked about in the announcements today. You can't see it real well, but these are clips of the short exhortations going out now on the YouTube channel, trying to be more diligent to put something out there almost weekly uh, for uh, edification of ministry partners, believers, and also to help other people learn about the ministry uh, here in PMC and the needs in Italy and so on. Picture here then is uh, of a gospel track uh, about fear, which actually is going really well. A lot of great responses from this one because people are fearful. Uh, there's so much craziness going on in the world right now. From right now, they're, again, they're talking about nuclear leaks uh, from nuclear uh, plants here in Ukraine or near in Europe. I should say, uh, coming out of Ukraine. There's that kind of problem. There's food shortage talks, uh, energy crisis really happening. I think the, the Russian gas line is cut down to 20% to Germany, to Italy, places like this. 
The winter is going to be very interesting, I think, to say the least. Uh, electricity is through the roof right now, unbelievably expensive. All kinds of problems, all kinds of fears. People actually uh, hear, see this track, they get it, and they relate right away. And then ultimately then we get to the gospel by pointing out the fear of death, which everybody has. And even those who say they don't have the fear of death, the reality is they do because they're they're not trying to get hit by a car when they cross the street and so on. They're preserving their life day in and day after, you know, yeah, all day, every day, uh, doing what's best for themselves. Uh, they are afraid to die, actually. Okay, but uh, we also see here another picture of Nathan and Maddie. Here you can see the front of them. The, the other picture I showed was them, the back of them while they're putting tracks into their gospel literature into the mailboxes. Here's a picture of the flyer we created for the English happy hour that we did at the parks. Great ministry. Uh, here's uh, the the... Yeah, for the fear track, we also have a video track that we put together for this one. Uh, so now we're doing things like video tracks where you simply read tracks like this, uh, but give it video, uh, pictures and, and, and images and videos and so on uh, to drive home it, uh, the message a little more. And uh, that's also been going well. Picture of myself, I don't get many of those because uh, I'm at this point in the ministry, the guy doing most of the work uh, over here on the field anyway. And uh, But they were with me, so they were able to take a picture of me in the piazza evangelizing people, which was nice. Uh, and then here's uh, the webinar that we did not too long ago. Uh, I think it was maybe uh, June. We had a webinar on uh, uh, evangelism was the topic, simple, biblical, and fruitful. Uh, we'll put a... Uh, yeah, just check out the YouTube channel or the podcast. You can hear more about that. Uh, we, uh, we did a teaching lesson though on that and then talked also about things related to missions, things related to Italy and so on and ways to get involved. Uh, so uh, webinars are something we're now doing at least twice a year. We might try to do uh, maybe once a quarter, maybe even once a month once we get some more helpers. And here's one of the uh, question and answers going out on the, the Vera Vita outreach ministry here in the country of Italy. Uh, this one is, says, Come possibile che ci siano reguerre ancora oggi giorno? How is it possible that still today there's wars uh, like what we're experiencing, what the world is watching in Ukraine and so on. Uh, so we got into that one, uh, gave a biblical answer for that, and a number of other questions as well. All that's happening here with the with the outreach ministry. All right, uh, let's go ahead and uh, I'll read through and, and leave comment at will as uh, as I feel uh, necessary to expound on ideas and things like this. And hopefully, again, uh, as we go through this too, uh, you'll find some ways or perhaps some inspiration for your own uh, following of Jesus Christ in your own daily life, living perhaps ways and ideas, things to apply uh, or be a part of even in your local context uh, as well. So we read here, greetings from Italy, dear friend and partner. We write today, grateful to God for two short-term missionary helpers that are here to serve Jesus with us for about four weeks. Nathan and Madeline, already mentioned them. They have, uh, they love God, they love people, and Italy. They were planning to come in 2020, but have been hindered until now. We thank the Lord they are finally here. And at this point, now they're already gone. But uh, in any case, this is how the newsletter went. Uh, the past few months have been intense with all that is happening in the world. We give praise to God, who is our rock of stability, especially in moments like these, when the world feels upside down. Thankfully, in May, the mandates finally ended in Italy, at least for the moment. We remember the odd sensation when we were again permitted to have an espresso at the coffee bar, and when we were able to enter buildings without masks or passports. Really was a crazy feeling. If, uh, if you remember, you followed the ministry from uh, last fall, basically until the end of spring this year, till May. We were banned basically from any stores, couldn't go in anywhere, all this kind of stuff because we didn't want to get an injection that was being mandated. Uh, really, really crazy stuff that we had to deal with. Couldn't even go to the coffee bar anymore. Uh, from the very beginning of the pandemic, masks were mandated here, so you didn't have the option to choose whether you wanted to 
or not. Uh, your understanding of the science of that wasn't allowed to be uh, debated. And uh, so for two entire years, everywhere you went, you had to wear those masks for a long time, even outside. Uh, but then uh, most of the time, only inside uh, for sure. And uh, But even after that was done, people still wore them for about a month. Everywhere I went, I was one of few people who didn't wear a mask. Everybody still wanted to wear it. And somebody commented, perhaps it was a, a type of a conditioning that happened where they just felt they needed to, they were used to it and, and afraid to not wear it anymore and so on, even when it was no longer necessary. Interesting stuff, which brings us back to the newsletter here and an interesting Bible verse that kind of hits on this idea as well. It's great to be free again and to go around and do normal things. It truly is. To have freedoms is a wonderful thing, and that's what makes America, I think, so special as well. The freedoms that we've fought for for years and years. People have gave their life for us to have these freedoms. And uh, to be free truly is a wonderful thing. And Jesus talks about freedom as well. It's an important thing that he gives us. This period of time, I write here, or we write, reminds us a bit of the reality that Jesus taught of how all who sin are slaves to sin. In other words, they're not free, all those who sin. And, uh, and then we go on here, we read, the sad reality of the world today is that many people still prefer the darkness to the light and would rather remain a slave even when they're offered freedom in Christ. Uh, part of preaching the gospel, part of evangelizing the lost is pointing people to true freedom, freedom from the bondage of sin, freedom from Satan, and eternal life, freedom also from the fear of death. And uh, interestingly, though, as uh, we read in John three nineteen, people do prefer the darkness to the light, unless God the Holy Spirit causes that new birth, regenerates us, and now we're finally alive, we despise sin, we love Jesus, we want Him, we go to Him. That's the beauty and the power of the gospel. John eight thirty four verse 36, we read this, Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And again, that's the beauty of the gospel. We were slaves to sin. He broke our chains. He set us free. He regenerates, made us new. We're new creatures in Christ. And we still sin. But every time we sin, it's important to know this, we're actually living contrary to the new nature that God has given us. Our new nature is not desiring to sin. It's to do the will of God always and forever. When we sin, we're living according to the flesh. That's fleshly living. And it's foolish and it's wrong, but that's what happens every time we sin. Because the truth is, we are free and we are free indeed. If Jesus has set you free, you are truly free in the truest understanding of the word and the meaning of that. For many, to remain a slave is comfortable. It requires no change. For others, the truth of the gospel comes and sets free when God the Holy Spirit transforms the hearts, uh, the heart through regeneration. Uh, it's our ongoing prayer, as we write here, it's our ongoing prayer that in, the great, in this great season of darkness, that many would be delivered from sin and Satan by the power of the gospel, and that they may be transferred from darkness to light. So as the ministry continues, it's always our prayer that that would happen to more and more people, more and more families, and we would see a true reformation take place here in the country of Italy. Uh, but all around the world, I would say, because there's craziness going on all around the world right now, and I believe there's going to be a large uh, harvest as well uh, through the midst of all this madness. Uh, we long to see a fresh work of God here in Italy, in our midst, uh, to save a work of God to save numerous families. We long also to see, as we write here, more missionaries now free to join us in Italy going forward post-pandemic. 
short-term missionaries, long-term missionaries, internships, and more and more. Glory to God for all that. That's our prayer. Now, uh, moving on here in the newsletter, uh, some family stuff. Cornelius, Chichi, as we call him, is now finished with nursery school. Uh, unfortunately, he was not able to be there in person for the final two weeks because our family was placed in quarantine after testing positive for the latest variant or virus, which we got from our neighbors, uh, which is interesting. Uh, I haven't been over to the house in, in a couple months. I finally go over because they want to show me the new work they're doing on their house. And uh, I happened to notice uh, the guy talking to me as he was talking, some some kind of some spit was coming out of his mouth a little bit. And it just crossed my mind randomly. Let's just hope uh, he's not positive with a virus or something. And sure enough, a few days later, I wasn't feeling too well. Jerry wasn't feeling too well. The neighbor reaches out, hey, how are you guys doing? Like I had because they told us I had I've been down with a fever, you know, and so on. And uh, we were a few days after them, but it, clearly I think we got it from them because we got ill after they did. But um, in any case, yeah, we went through it together. We're passing each other food through the fence, you know, taking care of each other. They're looking out for us and all that stuff. Uh, crazy, it wasn't fun, but uh, we had to do it. Uh, the good news, though, I will say, is uh, this time around it was nothing like the first time. Jerry V had a little fever. Bea had a little fever. I had no fever. I was just tired with a headache once in a while, some body aches. The fatigue, the tiredness, was the big thing for me. And my wife was also quite tired then as well. Kids uh, did great. Cornelius didn't have the the thing, didn't test positive at all for the virus, uh, so n- not nearly as bad as uh, the first time around. All right, moving on here. Uh, unfortunately, yep, uh, so Chi was not able to be there for the graduation because we were positive with the virus. Uh, we bonded with our neighbors. Yep, thankfully, the symptoms were mild like the original virus. Okay, yep, already said that. We now have a green pass. Uh, we say here we, ha- we have a green pass, which is nice. Uh, that may prove helpful, I guess, depending on what happens this fall or winter, if they're going to try and push any other kind of mandates again or fire things up and try to... Uh, do more of that stuff. The Green Pass may help us to flourish, get around, and do what we need to. Uh, so we, we have that now. Uh, Cornelius remained negative through the quarantine. Yep, uh, he's a vibrant and growing boy, and we thank God for him. Lots of energy, great boy, very smart, and uh, tender heart. We really love and appreciate Cornelius. We're happy to be his parents. Beatrice is also doing well, and she's very active with her big brother, does everything he wants to do, enjoys playing with him. Very vibrant she is as well. Jeremy's doing well, and she's active in the home uh, with the kids and also now learning how to do homeschooling in the country of Italy. So uh, we're working that out uh, together uh, as well. We're going to be kicking off officially in September with the homeschool first grade curriculum. Uh, We're trying out this time around uh, My Father's World, which is, uh, I guess, a blend of classical Christian education along with uh, Charlotte Mason uh, approach, lots of outdoor stuff, things like that. Uh, so we'll see how that goes the first time around. But we wanted something structured for us so we can uh, kind of figure it out and have an idea of what each day should look like, what each week, how a whole year is going to go. Because we also have to learn the Italian system and do testing in Italian at the end of the year. Uh, so we wanted that kind of structure to get going, at least since we don't have experience ourselves doing homeschool just yet, except for what we already did uh, throughout, throughout the nursery school time the, the last year. Uh, we long to see you guys face to face. Restrictions are still in place, uh, preventing us from visiting the U.S., as a family, so please join us in praying that these uh, that this changes. Uh, we want to be with you, to see you, to hear you, uh, to eat together, worship together, chat, and pray together. For now, we press on reaching the lost and making disciples while strengthened by 
your prayers. So uh, unfortunately, because of the, the, the certain mandates, uh, we're actually not able as a family to go into the States just yet. Uh, and that's been an ongoing issue. It's been uh, three and a half going on four years, I guess now. I don't know. been quite a while since we've been back. We we're supposed to be going back once a year. And then since this pandemic hit, uh, that all kind of got thrown out the window. And uh, unfortunately, the way the regulations are right now, we just can't all fly back. Jerry doesn't have a, a U.S. citizenship, my wife, uh, so they won't let her fly back without uh, um, uh, yet injecting something into her arm. Uh, so we prefer to uh, to not do that at this point, and we see that uh, there's no need to. So we're waiting and praying that those uh, mandates, which don't seem to make a lot of sense, will come to an end, and we can finally uh, go back to the States again altogether. Uh, so we do invite you to pray with us uh, for that. Okay, next section of our newsletter is this one here, Church Planting Vera Vita Outreach Ministry. Uh, we write this section having just finished hosting our short-term missionaries throughout the month of July. They did a good job helping us in evangelism via gospel literature, distributions, piazza ministry, park ministry. Uh, with their help, we also organized English happy hours to bless the kids and families at the local park. At our first two English events, the parks were empty because of a heat wave and droughts because of a heat wave and droughts. Now, I don't know if you follow Italy news at all, but there has been severe droughting all year. They actually say it goes back to last September, September of 2021. There's been very little rainfall. I think I cut the grass maybe twice the entire summer. Nothing is growing. Everything is brown. Everything is dead. The main rivers here in Italy have dried up as well. Uh, salt water is coming into them, so the crops that grow around them, the rice and wheat and different things, corn, uh, not growing well. It's uh, They say it's bitter and things like this, so... Uh, major, major problem, these, these droughts, but it's been extremely hot, it's been extremely dry, and uh, unfortunately with uh, the food crisis uh, hanging around the corner, so to speak, this, I guess, does not help the situation at all. All the agriculture here is really, it's been a terrible year for the, for the farmers, and it'll be a terrible year then for the, the people who depend on them and so on as well. But in any case, back to the, the two events for English, at the second two events, uh, that we did have kids and moms, and it went well. So the first two or events that we tried to do in the first week, actually nobody was there. The kids were totally gone. Parks empty, dry, hot as can be. The kids just didn't come out. Parents didn't want them out, and that was the reality. We show up to do the English, which people asked us to do and wanted it, but they just weren't there. Uh, so it was unfortunate. Thankfully, uh, the Lord heard our prayers. The weather changed a little bit, and we did have families come the second time around in the second week for both uh, other lessons that we did, and that was great. Uh, the free lessons and face painting we read here were a good way for us, by God's grace, to water the gospel seeds we have been sowing and to tangibly show the love of Christ. To tangibly show the love of Christ. So it was a form of like when, when you sow the word of God, when you preach, when you evangelize, it's a form of sowing. The gospel seed goes out. People are hearing it. And the beautiful thing about doing good deeds as well, then, is all those good seeds that have been planted, it's like water coming alongside of the seeds to help it. It's like water or sunshine coming to help uh, complement the seed that's been planted or to help it actually grow. God alone causes the growth. We know that. Uh, but it is uh, important, I think, for ministries to have word ministry. You can never not have the word ministry, but also to have deeds ministry together with it, word and deeds. So we did word ministry through the distributions and the evangelism, but then also deeds ministry in this sense, giving away free stuff, being a blessing to the families, giving them free English lessons, face painting, balloons, all that good stuff, and uh, just leaving a good taste, Lord willing, in, in, in the people's mouths, right? Uh, so, so that happened, and we praise God. 
Moving on in this section of the church planning ministry, uh, the Vera Vita media ministry to the Italian people has been growing and we have uh, now surpassed 200 subscribers, which in most cases is like nothing, right? But in Italy where it's totally barren and there's like no Christians, no people interested in the things of God, totally turned off about the things of God, it's a different context. Uh, and so, And we're not super sophisticated and fancy and lots of money to do stuff either. So to have now, uh, yeah, the last several months, it's it's been going every day, new subscribers and stuff, people listening and tuning in, asking questions and all that, which has been uh, a good thing. Uh, so that kind of media can go out. And Lord willing, if it's not censored and taken off because it's Christian stuff, which hopefully shouldn't be a problem, but sometimes uh, they might push back on Christians depending how things go in the next years, I guess. Uh, but as long as that's able to remain there, that's a great resource for people to come and hear and see more and, and learn things about Christianity, Christian life, hear the Word of God proclaimed and taught and so on faithfully, which is not something every Italian has easy access to, unfortunately, today. Uh, so, yeah, we took a short pause for the summer from the media ministry, uh, but we are now preparing to pick up creating gospel content to reach the lost and disciples. So throughout the month of August, we'll be beginning the, the media ministry again. It's beginning again here today with PMC, for example, getting back into the studio, recording things. Uh, pray for that ministry to continue to flourish uh, on the Italian side as well. Uh, since Italy basically shuts down for the month of August, we will put evangelism on hold, we write here, until September. And instead, now we're focusing on various other projects for Vera Vita and for PMC. Our prayer is to see more families soundly saved, and hungry for the Word of God and the Christian community. Sunday worship gatherings in Mestre will be in the afternoons, uh, but they'll begin officially once we have some more converts or once we have a new band of full-time missionaries with us here in Italy and we can covenant together as the local expression of the body of Christ and just kick it off once and for all, uh, forever, and, and to keep it going. Uh, but we're at that point where we're, we're waiting on the Lord and we need to see something happen before it can officially take off here in this town. Uh, next section and final section uh, for today before we simply get into a few prayer requests. PMC. Having helpers this summer was a great blessing for the ministry. Nathan and Maddie were originally supposed to come 2020. We already mentioned that. Uh, they were hindered by the pandemic. Thankfully, God made it possible for them to come, and it was great. Uh, in addition, though, to their help this summer through PMC, uh, we're... Uh, yeah, in addition to new long-term missionaries, which is something we're praying for, we pray also for some short-term cohorts to form for the summer of 2023. Link in the description of this episode if you want to learn more about a short-term cohort, what it is, how it works, why you would want to be part of that, what that could look like for you and for a number of people from your church. Uh, good for everybody, a kind of a win-win situation. Helps us reach new people, helps uh, the church stay active, people to grow in, the, in their evangelism skills, and uh, to uh, to work together as a team and serve the Lord in this role. Uh, so definitely uh, check that out if you're interested. But we're praying for long-term missionaries and some short-termers for next year. The Lord has provided a new van for the ministry in Italy. Showed that at the beginning today during the announcements. And uh, also, uh, recently he moved the heart of new friends Zach and Desi from Provoked Podcast of Apologia Studios to graciously reach out to interview Jesse. I uh, already mentioned this as well at the beginning today. Uh, it was a blessing and encouragement to be on the show and share with a larger audience the realities of missions in Italy and the available ways to serve at PMC. A number of people have uh, reached out to us since that episode as well, signed up, subscribed to the email list. Uh, I sent emails as well asking more information. Uh, some of you I haven't gotten back to yet. Uh, I apologize. 
too much going on in this in this season, uh, but I do plan to do some correspondence in the next few days. Uh, so if you're one of those people who haven't heard a response yet, please forgive us. Uh, we're getting back to you as soon as we can. Uh, thank you for reaching out, though. We really appreciate that. All right, last section here. Since we are still providentially hindered from visiting the U.S. as a family, we're continuing to develop the PMC Media Ministry. Frank, Connie, again, thank you guys for supplying most of all the equipment that we use to uh, do programs like this. Uh, we thank you guys and all our partners uh, keeping uh, keeping us going and doing uh, what we do. Uh, but the PMC Media Ministry exists to keep partners connected to what's going on in Italy. The podcast, for example, we call Missions Incorporated because it's the idea most people today, even like I was in the past, the idea of missions is is foggy. I don't understand what actually goes on over there. What do people do? Missions Incorporated, the podcast of PMC, is a way to part the clouds a little bit, help people to see a little bit of the action, what's going on, what we're doing, as we also teach uh, basic Christian living, but also... Uh, important parts of biblical and faithful missions and evangelism. So we do edifying messages, incorporate others into the work so they can see how to pray and what's going on and get glimpses of the action as well happening uh, on the mission field. We also we have podcasts, yep, Missions Incorporated, I mentioned, uh, videos, webinars, blogs, socials, and more. Uh, if you didn't see the latest webinar, go ahead uh, to practicalmissions.org forward slash links, and you'll find a button in there for the webinar. You can click on it and see the latest webinar. Uh, and then uh, the best way, though, to get in touch and stay in touch with us is this one here, uh, the new online community which is formed uh, called The Italian Cohort. So if you're a friend of the ministry, if you're a ministry partner, or even just somebody wanting to know more about PMC and what's going on in Italy because you're thinking maybe one day you or your family would like to get involved in some capacity in the country of Italy serving Jesus Christ, jump on in. It's free. It's an online community. It's like a, like an open forum, basically. Numerous uh, rooms for discussion on different topics and things. I try to post something almost daily, some kind of encouragement, uh, sharing different resources from the ministry, different things like this, as well as information for serving yourselves, coming over, these kinds of things. So it's the inside access. If you want it, just join in, and we'll be happy to uh, have you there with us. Small group at this point, but we do hope to see more people joining in to check that out. The Italian Cohort. Go to practicalmissions.org forward slash the hyphen Italian hyphen cohort for more information on that. If you are a ministry partner, we right here, we thank you from our hearts. Uh, you are the backbone of this faith-based ministry to the Italian people. Couldn't do any of the things we're talking about today, any things we're doing without people like you who faithfully commit and give to keep the ministry going forward. And I know it's a really hard time Finances are, are getting tight for most of us because the inflation, the craziness of the world, all the things going on, uh, it's not tough. And so we acknowledge that you're sacrificing by giving and we, we thank God for you and we continue to pray his uh, provisions for you as well as you sacrifice and give and keep the ministry moving forward. Uh, we thank God. We really do for your participation. At the same time, we do need more monthly partners. So if you're interested in joining in uh, on, if you're not supporting a gospel ministry abroad anywhere and you want to be a part uh Praying is a great way, but also giving is a very important way. So feel free to become a monthly partner, 10, 20, 40, 50, 100, 200, 300 a month, whatever you want. You can commit to a monthly, become a monthly partner and be intimately involved in the ministry uh, by supporting it in that way as well. And we close out then. Uh, yeah, I already mentioned that. Okay, we're honored to have you with us. To God alone the glory, Jesse, Jerry V, and all of us. At PMC. That is our newsletter for today. Let me run through the prayer requests in this final section. Uh, if you wanted to give, though, 
as well. There's this section here on the newsletter, but just go to practicalmissions.org forward slash donate. All the information that you need about giving to the ministry is available there. It's a nonprofit uh, ministry. Tax deductible donations can be made. Uh, so go ahead and check that out if you want to contribute to this ministry. Our final section, as I mentioned, prayer requests. Uh, number one, that homeschooling in September gets off to a great start. We're now in the process of doing some of the prep work, getting a good handle on what the year is going to look like, uh, the few materials that we still need to gather. If you wanted to contribute to the homeschool expenses, uh, again, you can go to practicalmissions.org forward slash donate, and there's a button there, special needs. One of the special needs is the homeschool curriculum to pay for it. We bought it by faith, trusting the money will come in to cover that expense. You can help us in that way as well. Uh, but pray for the homeschooling to get off to a good start and that uh, it would just be uh, the blessing that it's intended to be. I really believe it's a wonderful opportunity that we have, and we're very excited to begin doing this. If it wasn't for the pandemic and all the craziness going on, I may not have uh, pursued it just yet for our children. Had no idea, actually, you could do it in Italy and uh, found out you actually can be doing it in Italy. And it's a booming thing starting to take off here in the country of Italy. Just in our region, some 3,000 families began homeschooling in the past year. Uh, so that's tremendous. That's great. Uh, we're not alone in that. And we have other friends who are now leading to the Lord as well. They're doing homeschool. They just decided to do it as well. So we're going to be meeting with them probably weekly, uh, help each other out, those kinds of things. Uh, so uh, very, very exciting. Do pray for that, though, we ask. Uh, next prayer request, long-term missionaries to apply and get accepted. Uh, we are not doing a lot of work to recruit them, uh, but we are praying to God who knows our needs and knows who he's calling to be involved on the mission field full-time. Uh, so we invite you to pray with us uh, for that as well, the long-term missionaries. That's the main need right now. More helpers on the field over here. And we have a handful that are interested in showing interest and in pursuing that uh, but talking about it and getting there are two uh, totally different things. It's, it takes a, a lot of work to get somebody on the mission field. Pray it just happen, though, that God make it happen for these folks. Uh, lastly, our, another prayer request, God's help to gather a new group to pray and study God's Word in Mestre. We want to see a new group of hungry people wanting to hear the Word and, uh, and to have the fellowship of the saints. We have some, but we need more. We want to see people really committed to that. Pray for that to happen. That's something I, we can't really do. We can create something. I invite people, but in the end, it takes God. Uh, it takes a work of God. Vera Vita gospel content. Pray for this. Uh, the creation of that gospel content, the track distributions, evangelism, and uh, and which leads to new contacts and sound conversions. Pray for that to begin. Uh, happening more and more as well, even though we're limited with the amount of people able to evangelize with us right now. Pray for God-given strength through this next season to persevere and for boldness, pray for boldness to keep preaching and teaching no matter the obstacles that come against us. Sometimes we're slandered, sometimes we're ridiculed, uh, sometimes we are harassed, but uh, the gospel goes forward and that's God's design. Pray for us to keep at it and not ever uh, lighten up or go back. Okay, uh, increased and ongoing financial support is a prayer request. The Lord's guidance is another one as we make preparations in light of potential uh, electricity, gas, uh, and food shortages this fall and winter. Some people are predicting like total disaster, total chaos. Once people realize they can't heat their homes or once people realize they can't find food, we have no idea how these things are going to turn out. Only God does. Uh, but it seems wise, and I would encourage you as well, do some kind of preparation wherever you are. Get some things in, in, in stock, a little bit of extra, this, that. Don't buy things you don't need right now. It doesn't seem to be a wise time to do anything like that. Get stuff that is helpful, uh, that could support you, family, make you able to bless and be a blessing to others, those kinds of things. But pray for the Lord's guidance for us as well as we prepare for whatever may come starting this fall and winter with the, the war and all the craziness going on. Okay, 
Last one, provisions. Uh, we need a, we're looking to get a solar generator to that note, uh, a solar generator in case uh, we begin losing electricity on a consistent basis. Uh, happened a couple times already, but nothing major. Uh, so pray for that. It's something we'd like to get. Uh, and then the homeschool curriculum and the van expenses. Uh, those provisions are things that you can pray for. We'll close with a, with a Bible verse. We read one at the beginning of the newsletter, but we also have one here, which uh, I find very encouraging. We'll close with this uh, today. Let me see if I can get a little music playing just uh, in the background as we prepare uh, to, yeah, to close this out today. Here we go. All right. Uh, so the Bible verse is from Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. And let us not grow weary of doing good, Paul says to the Galatians. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Especially to those who are of the household of faith. Let us do good to everyone. Really, really beautiful verses. Very, very encouraging. Good reminder for us. The desire to grow weary or the reality of growing weary is something we all face in a fallen world, just living in this world. It's hard at times. There's illness, there's fatigue, there's complications, there's bad relationships. There's all kinds of problems that make us grow weary along the way as we're following Jesus, as we're laying down our lives. The folks who were here evangelizing with us, uh, we were weary from literally going house to house, taking tracks to the people, waking up early, staying out late. Uh, doing these kinds of things. Literally, we were fatigued, weary. A day off came and you just had to sleep like all day. The heat on top of it, the heat wave, all kinds of things make us grow weary. And the apostle here encourages us, do not grow weary of doing good. There are times for sure, you got to take a break, you got to rest, you got to take care of yourself. Absolutely. But usually we get weary and tired, not from serving the Lord, but from just everyday life. Uh, and, and, and we definitely don't want to grow weary from doing bad things. Uh, don't give up uh, doing good, he says here. You will reap in due season. Just remember that. Keep on doing what God called you to do. Keep being the person God called you to be. Don't give up. Don't grow weary. Keep at it. Seek the Lord for his strength. And uh, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone. And I love the way Paul phrases that here. It kind of just reminds us uh, we need to be actively as Christians looking for ways, praying to God for ways. How? Who can I serve today? How can I serve today? How can I be a blessing to others today? So I would encourage you as well, consider in your context where you are, how can you be a blessing to others today? How can you do good to others, especially to your brothers and sisters in Christ? Paul the Apostle reminds us so well in those verses there uh, that it is important. We need to have that kind of mindset. Keep at it. Don't grow weary. Keep doing good. If you're still here today, the Lord is not done with you. He has uh, things for you to do, a purpose still for you actually to fulfill. Guys, this was episode 280, episode 280 of Missions Incorporated. Thankful uh, that you were with us through this, if you stayed till the end especially. And uh, thank you for being a part of the ministry and keeping us, keeping at it, going to the Italian people, preaching, evangelizing, making disciples and seeing biblical churches planted. We really are thankful that you're with us on this journey, in this calling, and we pray that God bless you as well. Till the next time. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, 
you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.